Hello friends, Maurice Harker here. You are about to hear a gold nugget clip from the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. I hope you are edified by what you hear today. Stay tuned after the clip. I have a special offer for you when it comes to taking the full workshop. So please, listen on after this episode. Talk to you later. This tool that I'm about to give you, you're going to say, how exciting and wait, that's not new. Or like, I'm so, this is going to be so cool to have a brand new tool, uh, but it's not brand new. And I beg of you, watch out for the satanic temptation to minimize value of this tool because it is so powerful, but it's so simple. This is the tool I hope you use during your retreat, regroup, and recenter yourself process so that every time you go back in, have you noticed that we're using lots of circle motions, retreating because the conversation had a fall, season three, getting my feet back underneath me and regrouping, season four, re-entering and trying again, Let, trying to get something to grow, trying to get something to grow, season one, enjoying as much as I can of what we do are able to build, season two until it falls apart again. Season three, retreating and regrouping. How often do you do this? Three times per day, sometimes. Once a week, sometimes. How long does season four last? I don't know. Three minutes, 30 days, two days, six months. All I know is the cycle is required. And this list I just gave you is the best checklist that I have revised and revised and revised for 15 plus years for whether or not you are ready to try to enter season one. And if the other person isn't ready yet, you just enjoy a nice visit with season four. Anyone who says, I don't like season four, you haven't learned how to hang out with God in an enjoyable way. Season four should be fun. And sometimes when the other person finally shows up and says, I'm ready for some season one work, you go, oh, that would require me to step out of the warmth of my season four because me and God have been having a blast for the last two months. And you want to invite me into the cold a little bit? I'm going to walk you through how to find this tool first so that you can really study it carefully. So in your gospel library, if you have your electronic device nearby and or a second one, you can do this on your computer or on your phone or on your tablet. The front page of the library, click on the button Youth. By the way, this will be in the um, Think of It thing, too, if you're not keeping it. Number two, inside of that folder, find the sixth, seventh item, the orange one with turquoise at the top, children and youth. Click on that one. Inside of there, there's two options. Click on the second one, youth guidebook. And then the fourth line item is a pattern for growth. All right. And that's what it looks like when you get into it. Now. What you do, here's an example of what you would do with the DPAR in this situation. In your conversation with God, in your man in the mountain ritual in season four, in your pioneer woman ritual, you ponder the needs of your situation, the needs of yourself, and you sort through a list of things that might need some attention. And then you pick one. You pick one. Let's say dignified retreat plan is the one that we choose to use. Then you go into your library. We have this nice little brief introduction to it, but your church leaders are so clever that they have taken each one 
and given it more detail. So if you're a person who appreciates prompt type questions, what do I feel I should learn or change in my life? Maybe I need a better dignified retreat plan. What talents or skills do I want to gain in order to be good at a dignified retreat plan? What spiritual habits do I need to develop or improve in order to have a good dignified retreat plan? How can I keep the covenants I was made as Baptist? Who can I serve? Then it walks you through some elements of planning, some questions along the way there. By the way, you could spend so much time. I spent like four years learning how to do planning, and I still will watch YouTube videos on how to use my electronic devices to be better at planning. I still am working on improving my planning systems. How can I get myself to act upon my plan? What do I need to do to act better? And then the reflection process that we almost always skip. How did I do? How well did I achieve it? If I was to videotape myself in a moment when I was uh, retreating, did I? can I review it? And how well did I keep my dignity? It's very nice for from our general authorities that on the next page, this get started page in your thing, is they review it again. For the youth, they make it really simple by giving them four categories, very broad categories. And then right inside here, they have these little journal pages. You can write your own written. So can you see, I'm not the only one who's really pushing written versions of these things. Right here, we see general authorities encouraging writing these things. Then the plan, my goal, a space to write down your plan. How am I going to retreat with dignity? What am I going to do? What am I going to say? Facial expressions, tone, body language. Why is this important to me? How would it help me? How will I do it? Et cetera, et cetera. By the way, it's, uh, I love that they put this in. I will celebrate my growth by... Make sure along the way you celebrate your uh, growth and your progress by uh, having like pre-planned rituals on how you're going to do that. Um, just so you know, fine-tuning a parse system will probably take a lifetime. But can you see that it was written for 12-year-olds? There's even in the children's section a version for the primary age kids. My friends... Maurice, these things can be done by anybody. Go ahead, Stephanie. How did you get to the um, part where you can write? It's the next page. Just slide to the next page after the pattern oh, for yeah. growth page. Good. Excellent question. I don't use that very much because it's not quick access for me. I do my writing in Google Docs. And you want to write in a place that's easy to share eventually with somebody else. But that's not the high priority right now. The most important thing for you to do right now is to get it rolling. And please, before you start trying hard to build a bridge in your relationship, make sure you have done at least 21 DPARs. Don't even think about your marriage until you've done at least 21 of them yourself. There's a couple of things that are going to happen while you're doing this. One of the really weird things is your brain's going to be confused because most people are thinking more about what the other person needs to change. And it's a concentrated effort to really focus on what you need to change and to get inspiration on it and to focus on it. Another satanic attack I've seen is why should that person get the benefits of me improving? How, why should they get to enjoy me being a better person? All right. Isn't that a really weird reason not to improve? I don't want to become a better person because they might like it. Another one that I see sometimes, the dignified retreat plan often includes what you're not going to say. 
unfortunately, a lot of things that need to be planned is what you're not going to do and what you're not going to say. So pay just as much attention to what you're not going to do as what you are going to do, right? Now, if you're when you're ready, okay, let's flash forward a little bit of time. When you go down that list and you are, I've got a well-packed wagon, I have all of these done, then go ahead and let the other person know, right? I am ready. Now, as a clinician, I love it when someone comes to me and says, I now have everything in my wagon, I'm ready to go. And then they go, wait, every time I do that, I notice I'm not, I don't have everything. I'm all, how interesting. I'm going to be working on this list for a long time, right? And I'm all, how interesting. Maurice, it seems like the ratio of an hour and a half of focus on my work and only five minutes taking us back to our sacred ceremonies, that is approximately a one to 15 ratio that to work on my marriage, I need to spend 15 times as much time on my personal development as I do on my marriage. We will talk about how all that fits together in our next few conversations. Hello again. I hope while you were listening, you had some insights on how to improve your marriage. Now, for that special offer I mentioned earlier, I would like to offer a trade with you. I would like to give you financial credits towards taking the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. In fact, I'm willing to pay for the whole thing for you to attend it. In exchange, I would ask three small things from you. First, click to follow the Memoirs of an LDS Therapist podcast. Second, share this episode with your Facebook and or Instagram friends. And third, Take a screenshot of that share and send it to fourseasonslcs at gmail.com. That's the number four, followed by S-E-A-S-O-N-S-L-C-S at gmail.com. Fourseasonslcs at gmail.com. For every podcast episode you screenshot and share, I will give you a $20 credit toward the next eight-week, four seasons of a Healthy and Happy Marriage workshop until you have enough credits to pay for the whole thing. How does that sound? $160 workshop for free. I look forward to meeting you and or your loved ones in the next four seasons workshop. I teach those workshops live, so we will be able to talk directly about how to make things more glorious for you in your marriage or future marriage. See you soon.